Good morning, Nachum. Good Arab Shabbos, everybody. Tomorrow we have the privilege of reading Parshas Toldos. Parshas Toldos is the one whereby Yitzchok Avinu is in front and center, and we have the following in the parsha. Number one, we have Yaakov acquiring the Bechola from Esav at the beginning of the parsha, and we have Yitzchak blessing Yaakov with both, both brachos. What does that mean? The Malbim explains that Yitzchak knew the character of his two sons. And what did he want? He wanted the ideal. The same way that Yaakov works out the relationship between Yisachar and Zavulan, whereby Yisachar would be the one to sit and study Torah, and Zavulan would be the successful businessman to support his brother, and each one would complement the other, namely that Zavulan would get part of the reward of the Talmud Torah of Yisachar, and Yisachar would be supported by Zavulan, and this way each one would get the best of both worlds. And this is what Yitzchak wanted to create this cooperative relationship between his two sons. Rivka Imenu unfortunately knew that it was a beautiful ideal, but it's not real, that Esau would not live up to this commitment and responsibility, and therefore she orchestrated that Yaakov would get both brachos. So, number one, it's clear, says the Malbim, that the first bracha of Yitain Lucho Elukim, Vitala Shemayim, the first bracha that is given to Yaakov could very well have been given to Esau because there's no spirituality in that blessing. It's only a blessing of materialism. He should be a successful businessman. He should be a prominent individual in the community. He should be respected. Ah, this could very well have gone, thought Yitzchak, to Esau, and therefore, however, Rivka has it that Yaakov gets that bracha, number one, but then at the end of the parsha, when it's very clear that Rivka hears that Esau has a desire to kill Yaakov and his parents send him off. At the end of the parsha, it's very clear that Yitzchak gives Yaakov Birkas Avraham. Birkas Avraham is that, please God, there would be the continuity, many children of 
Avraham Avinu and the bracha of Eretz Yisrael. That's how the parsha begins and ends with Bechorah and Bracha. I'd like to focus, however, on that which we find in Shlishi, in the third Aliyah, whereby the Torah tells us that Yitzchak was not wealthy, he was exceedingly wealthy. The Torah tells us that he acquired flocks and herds and many enterprises. And what do we find immediately thereafter? Vayakanu oso plishtim. And the plishtim were envious of him. They were jealous of him. Now listen carefully, everybody. You have to know that there are no Bible stories. There are only Bible lessons. It's so clear. The Torah points out and says, where does anti-Semitism come from? Vayakanu oso plishtim. The plishtims were envious and jealous of Yitzchak. And therefore, the Torah goes on to tell us what did they do? Amazing. The Be'eros, the wells that Abraham Avinu had dug, what did the Plishtim do? They stopped them up, Sitmum Plishtim, Vayamalum Afar, and they filled them with earth. Why does Yitzchak need the water? He needs it for his flocks and herds. Now I ask you, do not the Plishtim need the water as well? The answer is, of course they do. But what do they do? They cut their nose to spite their face. What does that mean in simple English? As long as Yitzchak will not have the water, that's going to please them, even if they are without the water as well. Unbelievable. This Mesiras Nefesh for anti-Semitism, which is exactly what the Torah is teaching. And think about it. Unfortunately, nothing has changed in over 3,000 years. What a very powerful lesson. That's the first thing. Secondly, let's get to the Ramban. That the Ramban is teaching us that, whoa, aside from the literal understanding of that there are three wells later on that Yitzchak and his men dig, and the first one is Asek, that there was strife over whose well this is, and Sitna, there was on the second well, enmity between, once again, Yitzchak and the Plishtim, but it's only the third well of which there was no argumentation called Rehovot. So as they read the Torah, please God, tomorrow, and you hear these names and the story of the wells, remember, says the Ramban so beautifully, that the first well is a reminder to us of the first Beis HaMikdash. And the second well 
again, over which there was contention and enmity, is the second base of Mikdash. But the third one, that Amir Hashem, will be built. says the Ramban, that one, there will be no contention in the future. Now, I'd like to share with you an additional thought regarding these Be'eros, regarding these words. The Chafetz Chaim, Zechrona Levracha, in his commentary on the Torah, tells us there's an additional lesson to be learned from the Be'eros, and that is Le'olam lo yirpeh ha'odam es yodav in simple English, the, Ram, the Chafetz Chaim is teaching that the Torah is teaching us that a person is to have perseverance. You began something, continue it, see it through. Oh, and he should not be miyayish. He should not give up hope, nor lose stamina in what he is doing in his enterprise. And he points out that this is true, both in the area of Gashmias, in the area of materialism, and in the area of Ruchnias, in the area of spirituality as well. Don't give up. And this idea can be further seen by the commentary of in his Das Torah on the puzzle in next week's parsha, whereby when Rachel, who's having difficulty and having a child, so number one, she gives and takes her maidservant Bilhah and gives uh, her to Yaakov. And from Bilha, number one, she has done, and then she has a second child through Bilha, namely Naphtali, which means literally to wrestle and to twist and turn to God. What does that mean? Says Rashi, I was Nisakashti, I was persistent. And I beseeched with many beseechments and turnings to Hashem that I should at least have two out of the twelve Shvatim. And she does at the end having Yosef and Binyamin, but here she had two through Bilhah. Once again, says Rabbi Rucham, the Torah is teaching us a very important point. Don't give up. And so, what do we find? That through challenges, such as the challenge that Rachel had, that is how people grow. And so, he cites the Medrash Rabbah in Bereshis 56.5 that, as we know, Avram Avinu was going to the Akedah, and Samael, the Satan, tries every which way 
to stop him and to dissuade him from so doing it. Whether he does it intellectually by saying to him, you waited a hundred years and now you're going to, quote, kill Yitzchak. You waited a hundred years and you preached to everybody that they should not be involved with child uh, persecution and giving over a child to idolatry. And now you're doing the same thing every which way. And Avram keeps responding, Amenas Cain, yes, even though you are trying to dissuade me. And the whole, one of the many different reasons that we go to Tashlech on Rosh Hashanah is that the Satan tries to put literally a body of water. Avram, Avinu, is walking through. And until the water is, like the rabbis tell us, until it came to his neck, and he looks up to Shemayim and he says, Okay, Hashem, it's in your hands. And the water recedes, etc. Unbelievable. This is called Akshonos. This is called a great determination, almost stubbornness. But that's how he succeeds. Moshe Rabbeinu, right, according to our rabbis, prays 515 times. And he would have continued to pray. Hashem says to him, Ravloch, that is enough. So what do we learn from this? Something exceedingly powerful, namely, don't give up. And I want to share with you a beautiful interpretation of the Mitzudas David <clears throat> on the Pasuk in Mishle, chapter 22, Pasuk 19. Write it down, 2219 in Proverbs. Bring it to the table tonight. Listen to this beautiful puzzle. Lios Bashem Miv which means your trust should be in God. Hodaticha Hayom, Shlomo HaMelech is telling us, I'm telling you today, says Shlomo, Af even you. Now what does that mean, even you? So clearly, the Mitsudas David says, you think that you are rather insignificant. Namely, you're not going to be as learned as your local rabbi, as your teacher, and therefore, what's in it for me? No, each person on their level, you make the effort and Hashem will reward you with the result. And listen to those last two words again. Af Ata. We're talking to each and every one of you. And that's a very powerful point that the uh, Parsha is teaching us. Learn from Yitzchak. They stopped up the wells. He was persistent and bringing them back. And clearly, the idea behind it is Sheva Yipol Tzadik Vatkom. Seven times the righteous one will fall and get up. Don't think that the Tzadikim have it, quote, easy without a challenge. No, they're not born a Tzadik. They have to work hard at it. And we too should learn those two beautiful words, 
af ato. This has been the way of Jewish history. On the one hand, the negativity of anti-Semitism, and on the other hand, the stubbornness, the persistence of the Jew, af ato, you can do it, each and every one of us. And that is what will bring us, please God, to that Beis HaMikdash HaShlishi Bimheira Biyamenu. Shabbat Shalom to all.